You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Life is full of amazing moments. Some make you laugh, some make you cry, and some are just downright brutal. I'm Rachel Burchett, and this is my Brutal Life. Hey, beautiful podcast listeners, and welcome back to another episode of My Brutal Life. I hope everybody is having a wonderful, wonderful Monday, and I'm here with my fun uh, co-host, uh, Mr. <laughs> JG, Hello, Jeremy Griffin. I told everybody I was going to say Mr. Tony Stark, because yeah. you have that, that quality to take something and reinvent that it. That Tony Stark spark. You do, you do, because I'm sitting here <laughs> looking at these things in the studio and I'm like, those are cameras, right? Mm-hmm. Video cameras. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? We're going to have video. <laughs> <laughs> video cast. Is that what they called video cast? Yeah, so mm-hmm. um, a lot of, not all of, but a lot of the SGN originals will start doing um, uh, video podcasting. So it'll be simultaneous. So fun. You know what's so interesting is, you know, in church life you do promos and and things like that for services and series that are coming up. And you would shoot Sean and I doing videos and he was like the one take wonder. I mean, he yeah. could get it down like one no script, I no am, teleprompter. Listen, I am spoiled rotten with one takers. Like He's, Randy Renner. He was so good. When I worked with Randy, always a one take mm-hmm. in in all my years with Inside Thunder. He retook, and you have to understand, he's he's doing a one-take stand-up at the end of a Thunder game mm. with stats and crap. That's amazing. And he never messed it up. That's but amazing. It, he messed up two times in four or five years of us doing it, and both of them were hilarious <laughs> mess-ups. But anyway, sorry. And yeah. I couldn't do it in one take. Well, I would get tongue-tied yeah, or say something backwards or too scripted. start laughing, and he would get so frustrated <laughs> with me. So now, but now... You know, it won't matter. It now. won't matter because I actually enjoy video because he he would tell me you have to listen to yourself. Mm. You know, and so I would watch, I would listen to the sermons before I would watch myself. Mm-hmm. And then I got to where okay, that does sound like me. You know, everybody does. And then I started watching myself. And then I don't know. I just kind of got used to doing. Well, people did Marco. You know, what Marco Polo is it's uh, like a video. Yes. yes, we've yeah 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 we've done Marco Polo. Yes. So that just kind of broke a terrific me. tool. Yeah, and I, I I enjoy video, so I'm excited about well, doing video. You know, well, I look at you or the client or the or the camera. Uh, yeah. All of the above. Yeah. yeah. If you're talking like when you just opened today, you uh-huh. said hello, all my beautiful podcasts. You'll be looking at the camera. Yep. Okay. When you're talking to me, you talk. To, you look at me. Yeah. But here's the funny thing about all this, because you, in a lot of ways, inspired this move. <laughs> you, along with a couple other of our folks, because uh, I remember when I had to, when you first started speaking publicly, and I had to wire you. Mm-hmm. Two things I learned. First thing is, don't touch your ears. There's like I a know. Yeah. weird thing about that. It, it, like it was like uh, it's like petting <laughs> a, a pit bull wrong. <laughs> and when you say wire, we had to put the the countryman head, head mic yeah, on, and it mic. goes over my ears, and I didn't like my ears touch. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I, I thought, wow. All right, well, I'm we'll, be- dive, I'm, I'm we'll dive into that psychologically one day. <laughs> I'm really better. Oh, well, that's great yeah. news. But the other thing I learned is I had to figure out a way to deal with all your danglies. <laughs> Dear Lord. Earrings. Bracelets, <laughs> earrings. And so what's funny is every once in a while on the podcast, I'll hear a rattle from your, clink, clink, from your my bracelet. bracelets yeah. or something. Yeah. 
And uh, and then and I say some other because we have other women on our network that yeah. will wear stuff like that. And then I've got one reoccurring guest, uh, my boy Ed that lives behind me. He's been on scatter shooting conversations mm-hmm. here recently. He's going to be on again this week. And he always comes in with a drink with ice in it and Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> so he'll take a drink and you'll hear it. And the thing is, it's not going to help the podcast listeners at all mm-hmm. as far as the listeners. But if you're watching, at least it'll make sense. You get to see right. what's when he, happening. When yeah. he takes a drink, we'll make sure that's on camera. Yes. So like, oh, that sound yeah. is him drinking yeah. something. I, I can remember teaching with one earring in. Yeah, <laughs> I know, because it would you turn your head clank, and it clank, would just clank, flank. I'm like, why do I have to go to all this work in the morning and then I have to take all this jewelry off? I know it's pretty so, funny. But. It's like you're you're going to fight. <laughs> Hold oh my, my gold! gold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do some spiritual warfare. Oh, that's funny. No, I I'm excited about the video cast. That'll be really good. So, I guess people will be able to choose. Yeah. If they want to watch or listen. Yeah, the platforms will be kind of different. So uh, it's kind of part of a pilot program with Spotify that we're mm-hmm. a part of. So with Spotify, they'll be able to choose right there. Like, do you want to listen to video or audio? Mm-hmm. Right now, I don't know what it looks like because I haven't done it yet, right. but that's what they told me will happen. Cool. So we may choose to use other platforms like YouTube or Vimeo or Rumble or whatever. Okay. Um, but to start, we're going to just live on Spotify for video. So if you want to check out the video, you'll have to use Spotify, Spotify for that and that's free I mean you can get a free account um, if you don't want commercials to play none none play during the videos that I'm aware of yeah. so it won't be intrusive but um, except the commercials that we have right because we're going to get more commercials. Gonna get commercials. <laughs> Aren't you guys excited there, listeners? <laughs> Not a if you don't, plug. <laughs> if you don't want commercials, you can always become a member. That's right. We don't have membership set up yet, <laughs> but I will set it up if you want to become a member. It would be good. Members could see video. Right. Members should be able to see the bloopers. Yes. Well, we'll ha- what we have to do is one day we'll have membership stuff because I know that a lot of you out there want to support a lot of our podcasters mm-hmm. and that's when we can do it and it'll be exclusive content but but for us to get to that point we need to have the wherewithal in time build. you know we just had the barbecue yeah. and you gave stats on how yeah. we've grown it's pretty crazy price. yeah we've grown from can we share that yeah I mean, they're going to ballpark because I don't have them in front of me, mm-hmm. but I know our, our first, uh, we, we launched, the biggest thing was when we launched the Stream Grace Network, my personal goal was that we would have an hour of content per day mm-hmm. so that a, a person could be uplifted in some form or fashion mm-hmm. listening to the network. And uh, so my goal was then to launch five shows that were weekly mm-hmm. and that would give us an hour a day mm-hmm. on a regular work week. So we launched with six shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so we launched with that goal. That wasn't even my launch goal. I think I said it was my launch goal. It was my goal goal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we actually launched with that. Um, now we're way, way past that right. as far as content goes. But um, uh, so within that scope across the whole network, we were sitting after, uh, I don't remember how long, but um, I want to say our first um, six weeks or eight weeks combined, all of the shows had a total collective of somewhere in the ballpark of like 400 downloads or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which I was pretty happy was with, impressive. right? Because we didn't go through, we did nothing to try to fudge the numbers. Just so everyone knows, when you start hearing thousands of numbers from people, like Facebook plays, right? Yeah. So if you're scrolling through Facebook and you see a video and it has a, a play count, you need to know that that play count, if you scrolled past it, you're one of those play counts, even oh, if you didn't watch it. I don't it. think I knew 
that. Yeah, if you see it motioning, like you see motion Moving. in the video, you're gonna count towards it being played. Gotcha. So as you know, if you're going through Facebook, how many of those videos you don't stop and watch, mm -hmm. or you watch for 12 seconds and go, I don't wanna watch this. Right. As far as that person's concerned, they've had 4,000 views. Well, yeah. no, Give yes it. and no. Yeah. So we really strive, I want my numbers to be real, just like mm -hmm. I've told pastors. What, what benefit do you have for double counting people? Oh, well they say we count eyeballs. Right, <laughs> we count <laughs> eyeballs, noses, and fingers and toes. It's a big church. So. So anyway, I don't see any benefit to that. So I really try to disprove our numbers. So when I talk about these numbers, they're actually real, like 400 people or 400 episodes were downloaded and listened to in the majority of their, like yeah. our listen rate was like 98%, right? Yeah. So they're basically getting out of it when they hear the outro or something. Mm -hmm. So I felt pretty good about that. Well, we, you know, after our year and building everything mm -hmm. else up, we were at over 25,000. And wow. so the exponential that. growth was pretty massive. Uh, and, and again, those are real numbers. If I put that into where like my experience with radio mm -hmm. and other digital media, mm -hmm. if I were to use the numbers they typically use, mm -hmm. we'd be in the hundreds of thousands wow. because of the way they counted the, yeah. the hits. But, um, so I'm, I'm, I was I'm surprised. Let's just put it that well, we've, we've been doing my show for a year because mm -hmm. it came up on my time hop the first two or three. Well, we did uh, conversations twice and spiritually wounded once and then I think we actually lost, launched mine, Brutal Life in January, January with the Brems. Yeah. And so I in January I'll start thing. season two. Did you see your wrap up thing? Did you log in and see your wrap up? My Spotify wrap up? No, it's, well, that's for your personal spot, yeah. but for, for on Anchor, you can, no. you can see your wrap up. I have emails for everybody. I just haven't distributed okay. them yet. Have you looked at mine? Uh, yes, I have. Okay. okay. That's all you get. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't remember because I looked at a bunch, but okay. it was cool. Okay, it was cool. Yeah. yeah, I'll look at those. So I mean, I we have twenty accounts. I know. Well, <laughs> I'm, I think it's going to be fun to launch season two with video. Mm -hmm. You know, and see. I think you know people connect when they see each other and yeah. see facial expressions and read body language and um well and a lot of what we do mm -hmm. we communicate with our hands a lot mm -hmm. we show things right <laughs> you know i'll be able to take computer screens for example if i'm like on scatter shooting we reference stuff on the web a lot yeah. so i'll be able to pull that up so right. there's a lot of cool things that we'll be able to do and honestly anybody who knows me knows that the reason we haven't done it to this point is i wanted to do it well mm -hmm. and i wanted to make sure that it was something we could keep doing tony stark well, that's why I call you. I appreciate Tony Stark. that. I, I, I would love. I mean, it, honestly, let's. I mean, let's just keep speaking that over me. I do. I do. It was spoken. It was given. That was given to me in a prophetic word, and it never made sense until we did the pod shop, mm. and I was listening to you talk. We we did the that session, me, you, and Johnny Yule, mm -hmm. and that just came up in me, and I thought that's that's for him hmm. because I don't feel like I think like Tony Stark, but I do feel like I contribute to their creative Absolutely. input. I do feel like that's how my giftings are used mm -hmm. with you. And you and I, what I love about the relationship that you and I have is we have been friends for a very long time yeah. and we've gotten along and we've had conflict, not necessarily you and I personally, right? but obviously in the relationship that we were in as far as working and stuff there was tumultuous ground but we always have come back to find a resolve right and i i feel like one of the things that i'm really ending this year on 
you know, when people get together on the holidays and, you know, from Thanksgiving to Christmas and the New Year's, it's a lot of people have some dread about that. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it's the, the, I hear about this a lot. The conflict that's between family members or friends or exes or, you know, and I don't really think people know how to do healthy conflict resolution. <laughs> I don't know that I do. I don't even know if I do either. But I certainly do have conflict resolution. I, healthy my, or not, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, the, I, I love that you said that because I don't know if I know exactly how to do that because I think it morphs and it shifts mm -hmm. according to who you're in conflict with. Absolutely. Sure. How the whole thing mushroomed, um, you know, their side, your side, the reality is, you know, and all the moving parts of the conflict. But I, I think I've got it right at some points and I think I've got it terribly wrong at some point, but I know I'm when I, when I do have a conflict in a relationship, I'm always striving inward to go, what have I done? Mm. Did I do anything? And what hit me was I was listening to the last podcast you and I did and you said, my dad, you were talking about the oh, story yeah. with my dad and yeah. how when you said, I don't feel loved because he came to you defensive mm -hmm. and probably expecting- And I was definitely defensive. Yeah, right. so I think what happens- most of the time, and I was telling Adam, because we were listening to this, I said, I think most of the time when you're in conflict, you mirror the emotion that you're mm. giving. If I'm in conflict, I expect to be met with defense, so I'm, I come with defense. Mm -hmm. But what I really felt like Holy Spirit was saying as I was listening to that, was my dad no longer mirrored your defense. Mm -hmm. He pulled back and, and started reflecting love. Yeah because that's what you needed and you asked for. Right, honesty is everything in that. And you know, as a kid, I lied all the time. Like mm -hmm. I didn't grow up in church when I was, I, I lied to make people happy. And see, okay, right? so that is a part of your compassion gifting because you don't want to make them feel sad or sure, bad. Sure, yeah, yeah, right. right. And so, but what I learned is, I had no idea what I lied about a week later, you know? I mean, you, you just don't know. Yeah. And it was so much work and effort. Yeah. And of course, this is all pre-meeting Jesus. Uh, so, I mean, we're talking like when I was eight. Little, <laughs> right? young, yeah. So, you know, I had this transformative moment, still not a salvation moment, but a transformative moment when I was 12 and I moved to Pennsylvania and just decided I'm gonna be, that's when I became a genuine person. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just gonna be me. And if mm -hmm. you don't like me, I don't care. Just yeah, life goes yeah. on. So what I've found is, you know, how many times do we hear people say, I don't wanna say that because they'll use it against me. I'm not sure what use it against me means. Mm -hmm. When I'm telling, like when I told your dad, when I said, hey, I'm not getting love from you. Like, how can he use that against me? I'm being honest yeah. and vulnerable. Mm -hmm. What can be used against me? He can go tell somebody, he said he didn't feel loved. Okay, well, yeah. why is that bad, yeah. right? right? And so I think we don't wanna be vulnerable because we feel like giving some vulnerability mm -hmm. is giving them more power or something, mm -hmm. but it's not. It's actually giving you the authority because yes. now mm -hmm. I am, all my cards are on the table. Mm -hmm. And in an effort to make this relationship usable and, and healthy, mm -hmm. I'm gonna be real. Yeah. And I don't mm -hmm. have to be a jerk about it, I can just be real. Right. Now, doesn't mean I'm not a jerk about right. it, sometimes <laughs> probably am, but being real is so key. And and I think that's how the conflict things start. I People tell me I love conflict, I hate it. I don't like it. But that's I the whole like point. It, but I will, well, we've gotten into this conversation before, peacekeeper versus right. peacemaker. Yeah. And I am a, I want to keep the peace, but I'll make it if I have to. But with conflict resolution, I, one of the things that 
over the years, over my whole entire, well, I'll just say from ministry career, and you know, people come and people go. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the going that hurts, which right. feels from my perspective and the, the shoes I was in felt like a breakup. Mm-hmm. You know, for whatever reason, they were leaving the church because of, a lot of times it was, you know, God did lead them away or it was something that was said or something that was handled improperly or they felt like it was improper or something with their child or whatever, sure. or teenager. And a lot of times those are good good <laughs> friends. You invest yeah. and you do fellowship with them and you can't, you know, you're doing life with these people. I remember specific ones, like handfuls of them going, God, I just don't want any, I just, it just feels yucky when mm-hmm. they left, you know? And my constant prayer was in some way, shape, or form, God, to whatever degree you want that relationship restored, I'm open to it. Mm-hmm. Which I knew on my part <clears throat> meant I had to get really humble if I had done something, own what I had done. And then when the time came, you know, ask for forgiveness or, or bring that up or bring the perspective up. And and a lot of times it would they would leave and you guys being one of them you know there may be months or years go by and you know i would see you in crest or target mm-hmm. or you know sometimes i one time i was running the park and ran mm-hmm. into somebody and um, they stopped me and the hey we didn't leave right mm-hmm. we didn't you know this is what was going on and this would you agree conflict resolution requires both parties to be truly resolved i want to say yes but i don't but part of me wants to say no Yeah, you know i want to say yes in the sense of if the relationship is going to have any life after the resolution Mm -hmm. then yes both parties have to be you know, willing to. Well, it's like that scripture says, as much as it is up to me, I'm going to live peaceably. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember where that's at. You guys can look it up. But um, as much as it's up to me, right? It is a two-way street. Yeah. But but I, I kind of, I in my mind, was battling the same questions yeah. why I asked you. Well, you because because there's, some, there's sometimes, and I say it that way, because I may have conflict with somebody who's passed away. Sure. And I can't, I'm not going to get that. that. Yeah. Now, one of the things that is done in therapy in the counseling office is, let's just say I had conflict with my dad. I don't, but let's just say I'm a daughter who had conflict with her dad and he passed away. Mm -hmm. Um, I have seen this where you would sit in by proxy for the dad and I would get off my chest what I need to say and you could offer that, you know, that forgiveness and stuff. And I've seen that and that's very, very powerful. Yeah, I've been a part of that. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. I was about to say it freaks me out and it does, but not in the way that sounds like. Well, you're feeling that that brokenness, that healing, that love. And And being an empathetic person, being in a group environment where that's Mm. happening, it's just overwhelming. You gotta hold yourself together. Yeah, Mm because you're hearing the true emotion from all of these people yeah. and you're like oh, I am wore out. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then there have been times where there has been a conflict and I have I I go in turn I used to be a yeller mm. when Sean and I were first married I I was a yeller. <laughs> I'm still a yeller. Yeah, and I'm not That's how anymore. You can be heard. Yeah. <laughs> used to think theoretically. Well, he would say, "Do you realize these kids don't move until you yell at the third time?" Mm-hmm. And that flipped something in me and I thought, well, I don't want to be a nagging, yelling mom, wife, whatever, friend. And so I curbed that real quickly. 
um then my kids noticed when my voice got really low mm. hey you know but in conflict resolution now i will go internal and i will think about it and process it every which way and i'll if somebody was there when the conflict happened, did I do anything? Mm-hmm. Should I have done this? Could I have done this better? And if I if I can't find anything that I had did I did, then I <clears throat> I I actually struggle right with going to them and because then the scripture says if you have ought against your brother, well I don't right I don't I still love you I'm still here I don't feel it's like when I'm they here. have ought against you yes yeah what do you do yeah what this do is do? and this is a weird thing and there, because here's I think it's almost like you got to divide this out there's conflict resolution which I think is a two way street mm-hmm. there's conflict there has to be resolve mm-hmm. for there to be resolve for mm-hmm. me there has to be transparency yes so it is a two way street yeah then there's forgiveness. Yeah. Forgiveness is a one-way street. Mm-hmm. I don't yes. need forgiveness, I don't, right? I don't need, I need yes. to give forgiveness. Yes. Not even to, they don't even have to know it, right? Right. right. I'm going to choose to forgive right. and move on. Right. But that's not resolution. It's not. It's different. And what I have, what I learned a long time ago, and, and sometimes I forget about it, that I can't give forgiveness until I go to my father and get forgiveness. Mm. You know, and so I have gotten hung up on that one. If I just can't forgive somebody, yeah. I'm and I just keep like nagging and talking about it and whatever and swirling in my head I realize oh I haven't gone to God mm. and said God I need you to forgive me. Mm-hmm. And cuz when I go to him and get forgiveness now I have something to give. If I don't get forgiveness from him I don't have anything to give right. except just and I have been in front of people who just say well I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm sorry. Uh, Something feels weird. Yeah. Taste. You're not really. Smells good, but it tastes like beep, you know. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just so everyone knows. This little that. tiny. This He's little got tiny. a little beep. beep. Isn't that, but it's like honking the horn. You can do the honk That's like. That's a kind one. Beep. I know. It's like, oh, the light's green. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then there's like, the light's green. <laughs> it's like two different honks. Yeah, I think it's it an is. amazing thing how you can communicate so act like accurately your emotion. It is on a beep. With a fixed beep. <laughs> The only thing that happens is uh, just a little sound. That's <laughs> a little word. That's just one of the little, little useless ones. But I, I think moving through the holidays and coming up on the end of the year, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to in, enter the new year, you know, you know, feeling clean, feeling refreshed, feeling good perspective for the year and not carrying you know, old wounds or old hurts into the new year. I'm gonna change my emotional <clears throat> fiscal year to July. Are you? We <laughs> don't have to we worry should. about January at all. That's the middle of my year. That's right, it's all good, it's all good. And um, just really doing a self, you know, evaluation of myself and and there have been things that have come up in me, um, you know, in, in different pockets, friendship pockets, family pockets, you know, even in new, new relationships that are in my life. Um, handling them with with a lot more delicate mm-hmm. you know handling them with making sure I choose my words not accusatory but <clears throat> with understanding and sometimes I struggle with mm-hmm. finding that and so I, I just want as we go into the holidays maybe just to bring that to our listeners awareness is if you do have conflict and maybe it's just because there's been a lot of death in my life if you do have conflict push and navigate your way 
to finding some sort of resolution, some sort of resolve, because it's just not worth it. And there are areas that I am, I'm struggling at. And you know what I find is the longer it goes, the harder it gets. Right. It's, it's callousness. It is. And stubbornness Mm -hmm. and, um, all these creepy it's almost like the the conflict happens and then as time goes it's like the mold starts growing on it and the everything just just starts getting yucky and more and more toxic and Mm so i uh and the more painful it becomes to deal with it does it's a bigger problem you know it does it does and then i then you end up apologizing for letting so much time Mm -hmm. go in between uh conversations but I think that's probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned in, in 2021 was the value and the importance of communicating mm. and keep talking and keep talking and keep talking and keep talking and keep putting it out on the table and keep, you know, have the hard conversations. If you love the person, it's worth the hard conversation. It's worth sitting across from and going, yeah, that hurt, but I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you listening with understanding and trying not to listen to be defensive I, and I, mean, I won't let you be disrespectful i'll try not to be disrespectful yeah but man those are it requires a tremendous amount of discipline that i don't think most of us are used to i know and it's especially in today's world i feel like we've just forgotten civility mm-hmm. and it requires that and it requires humility even you know right or wrong you're going to be required to execute humility as maybe i don't know which one's more but if you're definitely in the right yeah you're gonna have to still execute humility you are you know because it's not about you know it's always uh i think steve eden used to say this um and maybe i don't know he got it from somewhere who knows but probably me probably Actually, everybody got it from Paul Whitlock. So oh, anything that good, is so right? True. It all came from Paul. I just told Paul that the other day too. <laughs> but but it's it, well, his whole thing about the caring thing. I yeah. know that was definitely him. But I think um, is it more? This is the line I was thinking of. Is it more important to win the argument of the person? You know. Yep. And I think that we lose sight of that. There are, for me especially, not especially, maybe other people like this, but for me, the challenge is. Um, sometimes the conflict is habitual Mm -hmm. and so yes i do want to win the person but i can't allow the habitual behavior Mm -hmm. to continue for the sake of others when i say i can't allow it i mean i certainly can i'm not the world's savior but i i feel it somewhat you're talking boundaries right exactly Mm -hmm. it's somewhat incumbent upon me to say hey let's get past this conflict but then let's talk about why we got here in the first place and say hey you know i may be wrong like I'm open to that concept. In fact, I I love it when I'm wrong because mm-hmm. that means I can do something about it. Right. <laughs> when right. Everybody else, I can't do anything about other people. Right. So you know, I want to open myself up to people saying, "Dude, I just totally disagree with your approach." I think you know, and being that's why I love the people who flown the prophetic mm-hmm. uh, in my life because they just kind of tell you how it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. Thank yes. you. Yeah. Let's not mince words. Let's not waste time. Right. Help me be better. So when you're reflecting over twenty. Uh, 21. <laughs> I'm not. I, well, I, I thought it was all over that. in 2020. I, but. <laughs> I say that because you said you yeah. pinned at the top of your Facebook. Yeah. Um, we have no promises or guarantee that yeah. 2021 is going to be I any said, better. Yeah, my, my statement in 20, November of 2020, everybody was saying, I just want to get out of this year. 
<laughs> and I put, I put, there is absolutely no evidence that yeah. 2021 will be any, any better, better than 2020. And in fact, there's a lot of evidence to suggest it'll be worse. <laughs> yes. So when you look back, yeah. is there an overarching lesson or theme or important, something that you value that life gave you, that this year gave you? Is there something that sticks out to you? There's a couple things, and they're not necessarily positive, but mm -hmm. it's what it is. I think one thing that sticks out to me is um, 2021 turned out the way I expected it to. Did it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, I'm not talking about my Facebook post, although it's probably relevant. Um, it turned out more or less, not in the specifics, but I saw 2021 as uh, uh, more of the same mm -hmm. and worse mm -hmm. from a from a, a social standpoint in our world mm -hmm. in in America especially things got so worse to me and it was bad in 2020 yeah. um, but the divides uh, just got worse mm -hmm. um, the government overreach just got worse mm -hmm. but I think the biggest thing that has been a shocker to me. Mm -hmm is 2021 has been deadly. There has been so much, much death. death. Mm -hmm. And that's weird for me. I've, mm -hmm. I, you know, we, we both, we've been in ministry for me. It was, I'm what, 26, 27 years. I don't know. It's been a long time. Mm -hmm. Well, 25, we'll say, cause I'm 45. I got into 20. So in 25 years, never, nothing has come close to the to amount of death mm -hmm. that has come this year. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think I mentioned to you, uh, Johnny Yule, their family, six, six, six family mm -hmm. members of the, this year, mm -hmm. four in the last six months. So, that's crazy. Um, you've had two. Um, three in the last. Three in the last three years. Three years. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just, those are, those two examples are enough to mm -hmm. double any other year. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. there's a lot more, yeah. right? Yeah. And so um, I feel incredibly blessed mm -hmm. to have not had it hit me as directly as, as, close. as you yes. and Johnny and mm -hmm. some others that are in my life. Yeah. Now it still affects me because of you guys, yeah. but not like it affects Absolutely. you guys. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, I look at that and that, that took me by surprise. Mm -hmm. I just didn't expect that. Yeah. Um, Which would bring me to the conflict resolution. You just, you don't know. Yeah, right. Life is just a vapor. That's right. Mm -hmm. And and I think too, it it uh, it has been confirmation to me. You know, when I look 2020 and 2021 both have been confirmation to me um, that the move that God has me, like he moved me, like there's, there's a, will say a shove on my arm mm -hmm. to go a certain direction. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, okay, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. But that move uh, to me has been just reiterated over and uh -huh. over and over again. Uh -huh. Cause amidst all of what I just laid out, mm -hmm. one of the, the positives that I think is huge is when I look back, you mentioned the, the barbecue that we have now annually for mm -hmm. the, for the network, man, the relationships and connectivity that were a, a direct result of the network's formation mm -hmm. and how that's been able to bless not just those individuals, mm -hmm. but people who are connected to those individuals. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because every, pretty much everybody in that group is some form of minister, yeah. whether they're accredited or not, mm -hmm. their ministry is very active, very real, and their ministry has been enhanced and grown not because they're podcasting, but because of the relationships formed from being a part right. of the network that is podcasting. Right, right. So I I look at that and I am I am 
humbled and blessed that God was able to use me in that way and continues to. Yeah. So um, there's life and death when you look back. All, yeah. yeah. And 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 mm-hmm. to, to not to put too fine a point on it, I've talked about the parallels with Noah. Uh, <laughs> life and death. Life and death. Right? Mm-hmm. He brought the life that he wanted to save to the yes. ark. And everybody and else everybody else perished. Died, yeah. I when I look back at twenty twenty one, um, yes, the value of life and appreciating the ones that God has engrafted into your life in close proximity. You know, Jesus had the three, mm-hmm. you know, he had John and he had the three and then he had the 12 and, you know, and we have those relationships in our life and really appreciating the core and doing a, a deep dive investment into those relationships. But in January, cause we're kind of up on January, I always get a word for the year. So I'm asking and spending time with God about that. And then um, in January of this year, one of my very dear friends, Carrie she Marco poloed me and of course at the top of this year I just moved Mm. sold my house moved it was a huge huge transition in my life and I I could not see I signed a one-year lease on the little a-frame that I'm in and it was till next February and I honestly had no vision past my life past Mm. this upcoming February and I've never been that way um it just really about February is like the calendar just ended, you know, and right. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to be doing after it's like, that. It's like the Mayan calendar, I'm I guess, here the end of the February. world. Yeah, <laughs> here till February is what I know. I'm in the healing place in the A-frame till February, but Carrie had marked me while I was still in the Beacon House in January, and she said, Rachel, I just was in my prayer time this morning, and this isn't verbatim, but it's very close. She said, I, I really felt like Holy Spirit said to me, you need to tell her by the end of 2021, she will there will be will be standing there going can you believe this is my life Mm. with joyous laughter you'll Mm. be going can you believe this is my life you know and i've hung on to that and i've hung on to that and i hang on to a lot of the prophetic words given to me when they really fit in the core and of course Mm -hmm. and that gave me hope you know it gave me a lot of hope and i'll I'll make it to the end of 2021 (laughs) is what it was saying but as the year has rocked along it's I've I've been like okay I ain't laughing yet God I mean this is hard this is our course my word for the year is beautiful mm-hmm. and um, we get to we're pretty much coming back you know at the end of this year and I look back and I, I have found a new relationship with somebody that God and I had I've been praying for for a long time you know and it I, I sit back even though I don't have the big house anymore and I don't have the big fancy car and I don't have all you know the money that was coming in i am so settled and at peace even with all the stuff that has gone through with my family and my kids and everything i the last few i want to say a couple weeks i have done more almost more laughing than i did during quarantine wow we have laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and it hit me driving over here by the end of 2020 one mm-hmm. with joyous laughter i'll be saying and sometimes and i have even said is this real mm. i mean because i'm just so happy yeah i still have conflicts out there i still have things I'm, but i'm just so happy mm. and you know the word joy that we talked about this on the new life podcast this mm-hmm. afternoon which i think go live next week mm-hmm. i don't know when it is but uh the word joy when it's talking about for and us a child is born and joy to the world mm-hmm, that whole mm-hmm. that translation it translates to peace basically really so it's it's a peaceful joy joy like mm-hmm. not a you know i think when we think joy we think of big smiles yeah and Laughter. yes that, right yes. exactly which is mm-hmm. all true 
But I think the word peace is so huge because when uh, John Yule Sr. and I were describing mm-hmm. what we see as joy, because it's not an emotion, it's a spiritual it's an quality. Energy, right? Yeah. I, it's how I would describe it. Yeah, it's an and so as we were describing that, we both use the word basically peace and calm mm-hmm. um, without knowing the meaning of the word, <laughs> which was really cool yeah. because we were sitting there and it was like, my explanation was basically joy is a, is a state of being where you, you have um, comfort and satisfaction mm-hmm. and knowing it's like a bigger, deeper knowing. So anyway, it's a really cool podcast. I think um, if anyone gets a chance to listen to that, um, but, but it was just, I, I think that's what's so key is that out of that joy, it, it, it is resolve, mm-hmm. right? Joy becomes resolve for mm-hmm. us at an eternal level. And if, if the river's flowing that way, because it can flow from the flesh to the spirit or from the spirit to the flesh. Correct. Mm-hmm. If the river's flowing from the spirit to the flesh and joy is your overwhelming uh, spiritual quality in that, mm-hmm. then that comes out. Right. Have I ever told you kind of what I felt like Holy Spirit showed me about the fruit of the spirit? Mm-mm. I've never shared that with you. And I don't know if we have much time on this one. Maybe because We have, yeah, because you don't get a clock. I have a <laughs> clock now. <I> know. <laughs> we have, uh, we have 36 minutes in, 37 oh, minutes oh, in. we're good. Yeah. So I am... Um, in 2019 my word for the year was fruit of the spirit and i was like okay cool like which one right all nine <laughs> like wow yeah this that's is gonna be that's a challenge this is gonna be great how are you gonna do that well one every five weeks right you want every five weeks well i learned that number nine is fruit bearing means fruit bearing was 2019 because all this is unfolding through the year mm-hmm. and um i had in my past had heard many messages on fruit of the spirit but the one that stuck out with me the most was a Joyce Myers message when she talked about the fruit of the spirit is starts with love and it ends with salvation mm. and love and I mean salvation uh, self-control uh, and they're like bookends mm. and they hold um, peace joy patience kindness goodness you know gentleness meekness humility it hold it holds all seven of them in and I'm like well that's kind of cool it's kind of great neat analogy and I don't really ever see it as love being the first one we just quote it that way right you know and um i began to kind of think about that and think about that and i remember holy spirit talking to me about love being the foundation that we stand on and i began to see the fruit of the spirit when i think of the fruit of spirit i just think yes natural fruit but mostly i think of color Mm -hmm. usually think of red apples you know oranges yellow lemons and or bananas or whatever and so i just typically see color and i wanted to i all of my life and a lot of my confessions and declarations i would say i have the fruit of the spirit i activate all the fruit of the spirit in my life and i would have scriptures that go to all of them so i'm holy spirit's really pulling from all of that that i had learned in my history and and so one day i, I had written them all out and i just heard him say turn it upside down so i wrote self-control and I, I can't even say it backwards so I just started at my head and said you know self-control you know I, I can't say it backwards but, right <laughs> so I'll say it like this I started at my feet and, and said go. love joy peace patience kindness goodness yeah. and I wrote love at on the bottom of my little stick figure and I wrote self-control mm. at the top of above my head and then I just spaced them all out and I begin to hear him talk about activating all the fruit of the spirit is more like energy 
mm-hmm. and having the God color in us because we learn the fruit of the Spirit is like the attributes of Jesus. It's like his personality and we're supposed to radiate <laughs> yeah. that. Boy, I come short. Yeah, I mean, I come short <laughs> lots of times. But I spent a lot of 2019 going, okay, we are rooted and grounded in love. And I would see my feet rooted and grounded in love. I was like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And I would see my feet planted in love. And I could, you know, and I would just vision, you know, the roots and things. And I'm planted by his life source. And then I would go to joy. And I've got joy unspeakable and full of glory. And I would actually just kind of touch different places on, on, mm. on me, on my body, whether my head, my forehead, my mouth, my throat. And then I thought, okay, well, what are you going to give me for self-control? You know, <laughs> like what scripture are you going to give me for that? And he took me to, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love. And in the Amplified, it says sound and self-controlled mind. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay, you're, God, you're really onto something. So now I will sit. And when I just sit and think and meditate, I'll see myself kind of like just these, this rainbow light of, light kind of going all up through my body and I'll see love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and meekness and humility and self-control and God that's just my prayer I just want to radiate that energy from me Mm -hmm. that your word says that if we exalt you you'll draw all unto us and they're not being drawn to me but they're being drawn to the God in me so I can point them to you and I that has probably been one of the most powerful lessons Holy Spirit has taught me and then I would, then he te- he took it further and, but a lot of us have gray matter, what I began to call gray matter. So have you ever walked into somebody's presence? Like I have a client, um, I, well, Lena Rhodes, do you know who Lena Rhodes is? Curtis Curtis's Rhodes, wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She just is a peaceful person. You just, and you just feel this calm, sage, tranquil, energy from her you know and it just is strong with her okay well on the other side if you're walked into somebody's presence and you're just like oh like mine yeah you so all the time it's like Ew, something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you don't want to be i'm not judging him i right. feel like you i'm discerning something right and holy spirit being to tell me that's gray matter and we get used to walking around with all the trauma all the hurt all the bitterness all the rage all this all the envy and jealousy and unforgiveness because of what life has done with us mm-hmm. we it gets stored in us and we radiate gray matter right is what i i'm calling it and i begin to scientists think, call that brains they do they call that brain. there's gray matter in <laughs> but the brains. i like what I know. you're saying i was hoping you wouldn't catch up <laughs> i wasn't gonna say it until you finally said that's what we're i like gonna to get into it. the uh <laughs> neural pathways of our brain have been right there's probably some connectivity in all oh, that totally honestly. Well, and I just begin to... We get too cerebral. We do. And that, that hurts us in we a lot do. of ways. Yeah. yeah. And I, so I just begin to, okay, God, if I've got any gray matter out, I want to get that out. So that's when I started, hey, God, I'm coming to you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just all these jokes. <laughs> I'm like, you're a blonde. You don't need to get rid of any more gray, gray matter. matter. <laughs> I need all the gray. <laughs> I'm the uh, smartest blonde you'll ever see, darling. <laughs> Oh gosh! Yeah, I need you to get the beep ready. Yeah, here it no, goes. we're not doing it. Oh lord, she hadn't uh, been around for so long, and then she you just knew you up. could get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I just that was kind of my fruit of the spirit is more energy. Those yeah. are energies that we get to radiate 
because he's in us they're in there and so dealing with all the emotional and and honestly to tie that back to conflict resolution a lot of people can't get to conflict resolution because the gray matter says no i have to hang on to this Mm -hmm. because of the injustice that was done to me i have to protect myself yeah man i'm constantly aware like it's hard to to recognize it i i'm i feel like i'm a pretty introspective person and um i've had conversations here recently and i'm just like you know maybe i got maybe i still have some hang-ups so you know i don't think i do i Mm -hmm. think because i talk about them but this is the worst part is you talk through your challenges you feel like you're solving a problem maybe you're dealing with it just because you're talking about it doesn't mean you're dealing with it yeah um and so it's uh, Those i don't are know two very they are very separate things they really really are i that's where that emdr stuff comes EMDR. in yeah mm-hmm. that because then you're like you can deal with it. It's yeah. more than just talking about it. If right. you don't know what EMDR is, then we probably have a podcast for you. But Marsh McAllister. Okay, that's, that's right. That's the Marsh yeah. McAllister podcast. EMDR trauma therapy. Um, I call uh, I call it memory replacement. But I mean, in in a lot of ways, it is. I mean, I think it just um, it literally you re-experience, I guess, in yeah. a way, mm-hmm. uh, the trauma but as a mature more mature adult to yeah, be able to process if i remember her explanation it's basically when trauma happens the left side of the brain goes offline the mm. executive part of the brain goes offline and so as you move through life something can trigger that and the left side of the brain the sense logic and reasoning goes offline right and you feel like you're living in it all over again so something may trigger that and some people could smell the same smell hear the same crash or hear the same something so emdr to the best of my understanding helps you go no that's not happening right now so they talk about grounding you know holding on to something or Mm -hmm. emdr you have to look left and right episode so. 10 for those of you who want to dive into that it's episode, episode 10. 10 yeah yeah that was a that was a very good podcast and mm-hmm. i have it i get a lot of people who still refer that one yeah it was really good was uh, we could have done like 12 parts on that one i know and i'm at that point we'd have to start paying her though because i think it was therapy for the <laughs> both of us total therapy. that's how jeff's podcast was. i know but you know what therapy. that's the deal i yes this whole network was an elaborate setup for me to get free <laughs> therapy, therapy. You're having all these counselors. <laughs> so tell me if, uh, just hypothetically, if a person was dealing with some crap they had Conflict to deal with. Conflict resolution. How would you handle that? What would you that? say to that person if he was a guy, say in his mid-40s, <laughs> you know. He'd been married for 20 plus years, three boys. Kind of yeah. struggles a little bit with that. So, I'm asking for a friend. Yeah, just for a friend, just hypothetically. <laughs> but, I, okay, so I want to circle back around to this. So 2020's coming no it's not it's over it's coming 2022 is coming sorry i didn't actually complete i heard i saw the two in my head and i left it hanging out there trust me i've thought about it 2022 i've been thinking about it what do you what what because 22 is kind of your your life numbers i'm gonna have to tell you about this off air because it reveals some security breach stuff and i don't want to do but i've been thinking about this i have too and when i say i've been thinking about it let me just tell you the first time it hit me was literally like two days ago can i tell you this because 18 is my all-time favorite number yes 11 was my number and i still it has high value in my life but the number 18 was my favorite number and i thought man 2018 it's gonna be a bust up year it was hell it was a bust up year (laughs) it was 
awful. That's well, when a lot of the yeah the transition and dismantling started happening. So I just I say that to but like maybe that was a good thing. I, it was, but it was yeah. hard. Well, I I pray to God that 2022 <laughs> does not equate to hard by comparison to the rest of my did life. Did we ever look up what 22 meant? Yeah. Did I ever send that to you? You probably did, but I don't remember because I've slept. I know. But uh, yeah, I've been thinking about that. I, you know, um, I have been living the last two years roughly, uh, yeah, pretty much the last two years with a 100% and maybe not a hundred because I don't know if that's true, like possible on earth, but we'll, we'll call it a 95% uh, absolute reliant every day on God's direction. Yes. Like I don't mm-hmm. make I moves that. apart from that. I understand that. And so <clears throat> I have, I won't say I've had to explain myself. I have some terrific people in my life. Um, so I don't have to explain myself once they understand that reality. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, I'm like, man, I don't know what tomorrow holds. And I can tell you that my last two years have not been a typical Jeremy two Mm -hmm. years from my perspective. Ironically, from the external, a lot of people would point out and say, this is quintessential Jeremy. This Mm -hmm. is the Jeremy that people have known, Mm -hmm. but maybe has been bridled over the years. And so... I have no idea what to expect next year, except I do expect fireworks. And, and I mean that in a sense of it's going to be, uh, more than just on your birthday, 4th of July. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I hope so. Uh, no, but yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be, um, one surprise after the other. And it's, you know, and not, not just because it's 2022. I think that just is the culmination uh, just of, the little details of God. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That that's really what that mm-hmm. part of it is. But but I, I I go into next year with a lot of expectancy because you know when we started the network we started the network in 2020 but it was September of 2020. Mm-hmm. So that that first quarter. So you started in September and I did my first one in November. Really, I thought I'd been going for a while. Uh, well, I, I did yours. Then. You did I mine then, did mine yeah. So my yeah, it started in September, but I had back like the conversations podcast. Mm-hmm. I had back recorded, so okay. I had four episodes going into the launch. Gotcha. So I had technically been August recording in August, okay. yeah. But our our official launch and going public was mm-hmm. in September, and so for me, twenty twenty one has been all foundational, right? Yeah, so we I spent the that. first six, well, technically the first nine months really refining the technical. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, as you are, you, you watched it more, probably nobody watched it more more than Randy Renner on scatter shooting because like he would make comments every week, the studio's mm-hmm. different. And up until now with the camera editions, the studio has been pretty static for a while because mm-hmm. we've really settled into a process. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's super important, right? This foundation has to be there. And the technical foundation where I have done all I know to do both intellectually and spiritually mm-hmm. to shore up future proofing to some degree. I right? understand that. And Which it leads me back to why I call you Tony Stark. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hope that does come to pass. But, but all that just to say, like that's been that process. And so when I look at 2020 and I see it kind of coming to an end and I, it's, it's apropos that we kick into video right before mm-hmm. 2021 or 2022 fires off. Uh, because it was a missing element and I recognize that I, I, it's not like it's lost on me, the, the value of video, but video has a whole new thing for our listeners who don't realize this. One of the reasons we didn't go with video to start 
uh, was just practical, right? Mm -hmm. To execute the amount of content that I personally am executing along with others, it wasn't real practical. Uh, at that point. And literally there have been inventions made since we started podcasting that has made it possible. So there are things that, that I needed to have happen (laughs) that did happen, but it took six months for them to come, come about. And COVID helped with those inventions too. It fast tracked a lot of things for people. So that was a, that was a big deal. Um, and to make it cost effective. But the other thing is, um, again, kind of getting settled, knowing who's going to stick, who's going to mm-hmm. not stick. We've had podcasts launch that have just kind of dwindled. Mine personally, my accounts mm-hmm. have slowed down a little bit. Conversations is gearing back up. Mm-hmm. It's actually just to be a hundred percent correct. I'm talking about the video. We are in a trial period with some of our podcasts. The only ones we've been approved to do video on through the Spotify trial program is conversations, my, my podcast. So, uh, we will do some of the, what would otherwise be my brutal life. We'll do some crossovers on the okay. conversations channel. Okay. Um, but as soon as we can go live with those, we will on the others. And it usually doesn't take them long. Right. So we'll, we'll be good. Right. And we can maybe even start with YouTube at that point. But anyway, um, so I look at it, it makes sense. The, the buildup, even we talked about downloads moving mm-hmm. to, you know, annually over 25,000 downloads. That's going to be a pretty massive uh, help yeah. <laughs> for the network. Um, so I have no idea have what it looks expectations like. For, well, I, I want to say, because expectations sometimes scare me because, you know, people get their expectations not met. Right, sure. So, but the hope for 2022 that God is going to do big things. I I feel that, although it's funny, I still can't see past February. Yeah. You know, well, it's the end of the world. I, it is. <laughs> My birthday's coming, so it, was, it right. would be just like God to do that on Groundhog Day. <laughs> Groundhog's Day, man. There's a lot of levels to that. You remember that? Oh heck so, yeah! But I do have big. Um, uh, my hope and faith is in God, because mm-hmm. things can't stay the same, and it's not like God for things to stay the same. Right. But I feel like the separation between <laughs> like good and evil. Right. I was going to say light and dark is getting. Let's just say light and dark. Know. I like that better. Light and dark, love and hate is getting so clear right that that's literally before you just said that's literally what i was going to say what i've been seeing is that and and so what god told me to do is all about preparation but he didn't tell me what i was preparing for Uh -uh. and that's the thing you can extrapolate what you're preparing for based on how he's got you preparing Mm -hmm. and so i have a really good idea of what's coming mm-hmm. based on how he's had me prepare. Yes. I could be wrong, which is why I don't sit there and tell everybody. Well, how he's had you prepare and who he has brought back mm. into your life. Right. That to me, because I would have never thought I would have been here. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> because I told you before we started, I was like, isn't it weird that we're friends? <laughs> it, is. it is. But I knew that day, of course, we've always been able to tennis ball back and forth a conversation but i knew the day that you called me up and you said hey rach we need to go to lunch mm. it was right after everything had happened and we sat for five hours at fuzzy taco right. fuzzy's taco and then i didn't see you again until that note until you called and said something right. about being on the podcast in november um but in that time god had done a really good way of communicating to me in the way he and i speak together and i've talked about this the spotlight and my counselor said, no, you're called to be behind a mic. So 
I don't see what you're seeing, but I see what you've been doing and how it's all been maneuvering and who God is bringing back into your life and mm -hmm. connecting back into your life. And and Adam just said this the other day, and he said, I've had this come up to me twice. He said, I just really feel like God's going to do something big, and we're going to be a part of it. Mm. And, and he didn't speak like that. That's right. not something he would typically speak. <laughs> right. And I, it just kind of sat in me because I have always thought that. There's so yeah. much more in me, God. I don't know what you're doing or where, how you're strategically moving me, but I just, again, there's not a day that goes by that I don't fall. I'm not following. The, I'm always following mm. the invisible hand of God. It's funny, even going into the year, so a lot of people know I'm a pretty avid paintball uh, mm -hmm. player and I travel the country to do it. And as a result, I, like I run a team. So like I have people from other teams and I have people from other states that will ask us for our calendar. What mm -hmm. events are you guys going to? Mm -hmm. I haven't calendared anything. And mm -hmm. I told them, I said, I'm not sure what we're going to do this year. I've turned it over to another one of my guys, sort of. Mm -hmm. um, but honest, like from my vantage point, I just, I've calendared, calendared nothing past January. And if it's I interesting. it is because if I can, there's some things I'd like to do, mm -hmm. but by now I'd have booked it, mm -hmm. right? I mm -hmm. mean, the things I want to do, I would have already booked mm -hmm. and it's not a financial thing. It's a, I don't. There's like a, hmm, let's just Right, pause. I just don't think it's yep. going to work out that way. And I'm not, what's weird is I'm not apprehensive. Yeah. It's not a fear. Right. It's just, this well, isn't going to happen. So I'm not going to mess with it. This is simplified story that just happened this past weekend and it, I think it just really depicts how, well, I think it's going to go this way, but I'll, all of a sudden we're going to go this way. You, you following, you're following God, even though it looks weird. Yeah. It's so kind of like you said, this is not who I, this is not how I typically would have done it. Mm -hmm. But this past weekend, um, he and I had a bunch of errands we had to do and kind of things we needed to do. So we were just going to stay home. And I got a text from my client and she said, hey, would you all like to go? And she mentioned this place. And I, did, I, our plan was we watch the OSU game, go to the grocery store, and then finish our little errands. And I got this text, and I said, hey, would you want to do X, Y, Z? And he was like, yeah. So we end up hard right with our plans, and we go home. I called a couple other friends, and we all met up and, and met at this, this place, had a good time. Well, I'm coming out of the restroom, and I see Adam talking to this person. We pull up, and I'm like, hey, you know, he introduced. I walk up, he introduces, and I said, oh, do you know my son, Jared? He went to talk to high school, and he's like, well, that last name sounds familiar, so I pull a picture up. And he was like, yeah, I know Jared. He said, but I really know Jackson. Mm. And I'm like, really? So he goes into this way. He knows Jackson, and then he knows Adam, and I'm just kind of like, what? this is wild. Yeah. Wild. Long story short, we end up going home, and Jackson's there with his buddies, and he this this young man is very good friends with one of Jackson's buddies. And anyway, long story short, this whole Jackson his whole pack ends up you know they're playing uh Texas Hold'em again or poker, yeah. you know. So they end up staying the night. And I wake up in the morning and um the guy we had just met was with a friend of his who Jackson knows mm -hmm. in my kitchen and they're talking about God. Oh wow. And of course, I'm getting my coffee and kind of doing some stuff. And we end up standing there. <laughs> and we end up having what we call church. Right. We end up just talking about the simple little things. I hear him and I'm reflecting back different points that I hear God bringing up in me. And 
the day rocks along and they end up going they all left and went to church and stuff and I told Adam I said it's so like God to take some we were we were not supposed to be there mm. at that time in that moment right but he was our destiny for that day and I began to talk about the little things that came out of our conversation and I said I love how we can make these plans and isn't there a scripture that says we we or maybe it's just pastors have said it you make your plans in pencil but god writes them in pen oh yeah that's it's a, a pastoral statement. it's a yeah it's a, a d- adaptation of, of a scripture a isn't it yeah but a very liberal adaptation yeah yeah i mean I, I, man, i'm not going to say that it's scripture, basically man but makes his plans but god directs his path right that's right and i said as you're telling me and talking about 2022 I feel like that's more going to be more and more how it unfolds for people like you and I and multiple others who I just get up every day following the invisible hand of God. My heart's pointed towards people and my heart's pointed towards whoever you send across my path, God, I'll invest in them mm-hmm. and you'll, you, I'll take care of them as you take care of me. Yeah. It's second Corinthians 14. I think I want to encourage all the listeners to some of you guys, this is getting prophetic. So you guys can make fun of me later, but <laughs> some of you listening are going to experience in the coming like next three to six months, you're going to experience moments where you're feeling aimless. Mm. Um, you don't feel wrong, but you feel aimless. Kind of what we're talking about mm-hmm. here, that you're really becoming more and more dependent and it's gonna be kind of scary for you. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. So I wanna encourage you to this, to do this. Reach out to Rachel or myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're very available. Yes, <laughs> we are you. very available. So when you start feeling that way, um, and you want a little bit of uh, support, maybe some, you know, just to talk through with people who've been down that path, reach out to us because um, it can be scary. And yet there's, uh, it's not scary in the fear way. It's scary in the, I like this and I think God's doing some great mm-hmm. things. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of way. Yes. It's and anticipatory. It, it you is. Know? And I want, I really want to pack strength around that because I think for years, and we had this conversation before we sat down was, you know, in my years past, I had financial stability and then everything gets dismantled and God transitions everything. And I don't necessarily have that anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm, but I'm right where I know God wants me to be. And so, but yet I'm like, should I be doing more? Yeah. Should I, that aimless feeling is like, should I be doing more? Am I doing enough? But God always brings me back to the second Corinthians. You come alongside my people, mm. I'll come alongside you. In other words, don't worry about how it looks or how it's gonna work out or how all the ends are gonna be met. This person, that young man, was our destiny for that night and God had us to get to a very unusual place. Right. And it was to, to, to be there and we yielded and we yeah. obeyed. So it can be all settled, but it's the real word of faith. Yeah. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, there are many like it at Stream Grace Network. Visit, share, tell your friends about it. And we love you. And I'll see you next time. See you. Bye.